Welcome to On Course, the teaching ministry of Pastor Hart Ramsey. And the wisdom of God transcends, it lifts you over. Where we offer simple biblical insight into some of life's most pressing issues. Love is a manifestation of strength. The Holy Spirit produces nothing but strength in us. I want to show you. Prepare for the next few minutes to be encouraged, enlightened, and inspired. Let's join Pastor Ramsey and get on course. What's going on, family? It's your man, Gerard Bonner of Bonner Fide Radio, and this is On Course with Heart Ramsey, and we call these sessions Heart to Heart. It's your opportunity to hear from the heart of God by way of the man of God. And of course, our good friend, our pastor, our brother, Pastor Heart Ramsey's with us. Pastor Heart, how are you, sir? I'm doing well, Gerard. How are you doing? I am doing fantastic. So as most of us know, uh, you do a great, great thing on social media uh, between the Uplift text messages and your regular uh, posts on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram that really uh, impact a lot of people and a lot of folks get a lot of encouragement from it. But um, people sometimes also kind of come at you. A weird way um, because of some of the things that you say, because you, you know, you have a balance between ministry and then just what Hart Ramsey the man likes. And you're funny and all those types of things, but people don't always receive that. Talk a bit about the impact of social media and how perhaps sometimes people can become a little too familiar. Right. Gerard, you know, one of the big things is that people, well, especially in these times, that, um, we live in these echo chambers where where we hang out with people mostly who believe what we believe and see how we see and have the same opinions and and um that's all we know and so and then when we when we meet someone or encounter someone with a slightly different shade or or, or, or altogether different viewpoint then we take it as a personal affront like it's affecting our value system mm. Um, the, the whole issue is that sometimes you, uh, we can follow people on social media for so long that we think that we know them and they know us. Right. And, and, and uh, it, it, it actually is a violation of boundaries. Mm. Um, one, one of the things that as, as a person, you have the right of personal expression. Now, now there, there's a limit to your boundaries or a limit. And, and the rule works like this. My liberty ends where your liberty begins. Okay. That means as long as I'm not encroaching upon you, saying negative things about you or attacking you, then, then I have the right to express how I feel. Right. You know, because the reality is my opinion is, is how I see it. Your opinion is how you see it. You can't be mad at me for how I see it. And, and, and some people tend to attack you thinking that the attack is going to change your mind. Mm. And so, and so we, we live in a time and I get it all the time. I got, matter of fact, um, I made a joke recently on, on Twitter and I was joking. I, I always, I, I have different variations of what I put out there on social media. Some of it is very, very um, inspirational and some is, even, some is doctrinal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would try to explain doctrine, define words and kind of explain things. And then sometimes I go into um, um, not quite political, but I, I try to share, share the perspective that I see um, from the scriptures in a political light, uh, the way it affects today's government and different things. And then, and then from time to time, I'll just say something funny. I'll, I'll put something funny out there and it never fails. And it's never the unbeliever. Right. It's always the Christians that, that come with me and tell me, you shouldn't be joking like that. You're better than that. Wait, wait a minute. Let's, let's just discuss this. You mean we, as Christians, we can't joke? Right. What in <laughs> the world? Be, yeah. I mean, 
what are we doing? I mean, and, and listen, imagine, imagine this, this um, invitation. You don't laugh. You don't joke. You can't play. As you said in the last podcast, you can't bowl. Right, right. <laughs> so, so watch this. So, so you can't do, you can't do anything fun. And then you tell people, listen, come to Jesus and you become just like me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> listen, they can go running in the other direction. Exactly. And so, and so, so yes. Yeah, so I think, I think what happens on the social media uh, piece is that, is that, man, we need to, I think that there's a problem. We have, we need a lot of discussion about this where we've lost the ability to, to read and to even process things objectively. Mm. And so give me a second. Let me get, I'm going to watch deep. I, I do have a PhD, a PhD and I use it from time to time. Yeah. So, so these, these people get confused with these words, subjective and objective. Mm-hmm. When something is ob- a subjective, it means that as a subjective, a subjective person is an angry person. Okay. If you have an anger problem, if you're listening to this podcast and you have an anger problem, I promise you this, you are subjective. And what subjectivity means is that I process the whole world through my viewpoint. In other words, I don't see, I can't see it from any other angle but my angle. Right. And I get mad at people that can't see what I see. Mm. Objectivity means that not only can I see from my angle, but I can, I can see where that person is coming from. I can see where the other person is coming from. I may not agree with it, but I see where they're coming from. Right. And even if I can't see where um, they're coming from, I understand that they're entitled to their own opinion. That's, that's objectivity. Yeah. Subjectivity, again, is me saying, no, I'm the epicenter of normal. I am the center of the universe. It rises and falls with me. My opinion is fact, whether I know what I'm talking about or not. That right there is the problem with a lot of believers because you know some Bible verses does not mean you know about life. Right. Doesn't mean you know everything. If you Because you're preaching, because you're pastoring thousands of people, doesn't mean you, you've cornered the market on knowledge. Right. So we have, to, we have to get to the place where we again put ourselves in a position where we're eager to learn and not just eager, but open to learn. That's good. The, the Bible says about the disciples with Jesus is that they suffered from a thing called hard heartedness, just like the people Jesus was ministering to. And that's why he spoke to them in parables. Mm. The, 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 Jesus used parabolic form to, to minister to people so that he could measure their level of openness. Oh, that's good. Uh, yeah. He, you could tell when a person, there, there was the, the, um, the, the disciples came to Jesus many times in private saying, OK, explain to us what that parable meant. Right. And Jesus said, how long have you been with me? Why do you not yet understand? They, they, because they, their hearts were still closed. Their minds were still, their, their hearts were hardened and their minds were closed. And so he, he would explain the parable to them. One time they were on the ship going across the lake. And he said, be, um, he told them to beware of, of the leaven of the Pharisees. Mm-hmm. And they started discussing among themselves. He's saying that because we didn't bring bread. And he says to the man, how long have you been with me? Didn't you just see the miracle of the loaves and the fishes? Right. You could see something over and over again. And because your heart is closed, you don't know what you're seeing. Wow. So you're not learning. Ever learning, never coming to a revelation of the truth. And that's what happening to a lot, it's happening to a lot of people. We're living our lives closed. And watch this, Gerard. This is crazy. And when we, when we experience people who are more open than we are, we seek to close them by force. Mm. We want them to not just believe what we believe, but, but believe what we believe exclusively and not be open to anything else. If, and I still tell people this about the gospel. Uh, when I was in college, we took a course called History of World, World Religions. Okay. And, and if you made it through that course with your Christianity intact, it means your faith was real. Right. 
because they hold Christianity up against every other religion in the history of the world and show you similarities and differences and why people believe what they believe. And at the end of that, you, your faith has to be that, that in the gospel of Jesus Christ, the one difference be, between Christianity and all the other religions is that our God died for us in their religion. Their God requires them to die for him. Wow. See what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, so that goes back to uh, that, that was a long um, um, departure from the initial question. But what we're dealing with is, is is our inability to be objective, to look at what people are saying, disagree with it. It's okay to read something you disagree with and bypass it. Right. You got it. And even if you want to enter into a discussion, you, you there's, there there are many different ways to express disagreement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But seemingly, people only know one way. That's to insult and disrespect, and and and, and move from the from the actual point to getting personal. Right. And and I'll be honest with you. I got to say this I, I'll be, uh, as we continue the conversation. I'm not the one. Yeah. I'm saved. I love Jesus. But if you come after me, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be nice. You go back and read some of my stuff. I'm gonna be nice with you. But the, but if you keep coming. I, I have this man. I'm from, I'm from the street. I'm from the hood. I know how to get people above me. Yes, yeah. I, I can talk whatever language you come. <laughs> I'm good with whatever. I speak tongue. I speak English. I speak island. I, I speak patois, ebonics. I, I, I speak a little cuss. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm saying the people will come at you in a the states and turn on the podcast right and it's like I can't believe you said that. <laughs> I'm saying uh, I, I believe. Uh, in all seriousness, what I believe is, is I believe that we come to a place as believers where we have a responsibility to to allow people to tell us where they are. So and even if, if so, we can know how to pray. So right. we know where they are to know where God you need to deliver them from where they are. Right. 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 Yeah, l- let me ask you this. Uh one of the things that I, I constantly see on social media is, you know, I, I guess I, I came from a space where, you know, my mom taught me it, if you don't like something, you don't have to respond to it. So I'm the I'm the dude that if I see something I don't like, I'll just move past it. Like I'm not necessarily the one to, you know, comment all the time, et cetera, et cetera. But how do you think it is that people have moved to this space where if someone is saying something they don't like, it ends up becoming adversarial uh, and almost to a point of I'm blocking anybody who, you know, for instance, when, yeah. when we had the whole election going on, I'm blocking anybody who supports Trump and, you know, I'm blocking anybody who supports Hillary or whatever. Right. How are we supposed to reach people that are different than us if we're continuing to block them or we won't have conversation with them? Well, you know, I think that's a great question. And here's what I think, Gerard. I think we end up um, blocking people because we've been damaged within. Mm. For real. Wow. Um, um, like, like, for example, the people um, I, I have, I, I have to admit, I've blocked a few Trump supporters. Mm-hmm. Not, not because they support Trump. But because they, they were spewing his brand of rhetoric to a place where it was offending my spirit. Absolutely. And, and, and it's my job and your job to guard our peace, to guard our hearts Absolutely. with all vigilance for out of it for the issue of life. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't block a person because of what they believe. If they believe it and they're cool, then you should be good with it. I think what happens is, is, that, is that somehow... And, and it happened. I, I won't go back and I'm going to be transparent for a minute. I remember early on in this year, obviously between right between October, maybe before that, maybe August of last year and March of this year, mm-hmm. 
where I had, I was praying and telling God, man, you have to fix my heart about this man. I I don't I had never experienced hatred. Mm. I, 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 people have offended me, but I'd never let my heart since I've been born again over thir- for like 35 years. I've never allowed my heart to get to hatred. I always go before the Lord and, and, and let him touch my heart because whatever he touches is always made whole. Yeah. And so um, but 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 the, I was so in intrigued with Donald Trump and the way he talked. And I'd never seen anybody so overtly racist, so overtly bigoted, so overtly um, inappropriate mm-hmm. running for public office before. So so my wife could tell you, I studied him because he was new for, as a student of, of people and a minister of the gospel. I, mean, I studied him every time, every channel he was on, I was trying to follow him to hear what he was going to say next. Wow. And what I didn't realize was I was learning a lot about his type of of mindset, but it was also offending me. Okay. So by the time I get to I got I would get to social media, I couldn't handle his people saying what they were saying because I was so full of what he was saying and it offended me in every way. Got you. And so I think what happens in answer to the question of, of you know your your mother taught you not to respond is that some people they were blocking and do different things because. The, I think they they allow themselves to 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 be overtaken. Okay. Uh, um, there's a scripture uh, I taught a lesson from it. Um, what the enemy does is that um um he, he is, is, is the, the last two are way down and overcome. What is it? He, um, what he does is he gets you to the point where he he invites your attention to something. Mm-hmm. The thing begins to weigh you down to the point where he could overcome you. Got you. Wow. Uh, and and what he and what the enemy has done, and if he once he finds a voice, when once the enemy finds a voice that he can use to to steal peace, because remember now the one blessing that Jesus, the main blessing that Jesus told the disciples, he said, listen, he says, in the world you have tribulation, be but be of good courage, I've overcome the world. He said, my peace, I give you. Yeah. My peace. He left them with one thing. The peace, I'm leaving you with my peace because I've overcome the world. You, the peace I give you will help you overcome the world. And so it's, when Satan seeks to destroy any community, anything, the first thing he does is attack their peace. He, he needs chaos yeah. to operate in. Stay tuned for more of today's teaching with Pastor Hart Ramsey. We got something to say. Listen! Did you know that there is power in your words? Cement that with the brand new remixes to the single, It Is So, from Hart Ramsey and the NCC Family Choir. Pick up the remixes to It Is So from Hart Ramsey and the NCC Family Choir. Available now at all digital outlets. Let's go! Let's go! Have you subscribed to Hart Ramsey's Uplift? It's his national text message service where daily you get to hear from the heart of God through the man of God. Heart Ramsey. To subscribe, simply text the word Uplift to the number 46786. Once again, text the word Uplift to the number 46786. And daily you'll receive a text message designed to uplift your spirit, encourage your heart, and empower your walk. Subscribe today to Heart Ramsey's Uplift. Amen. 
Imagine being filled with a peace so deep that the world around you can't touch it. Pastor Hart Ramsey is on a mission to help believers understand what it means to have a healthy, prayer-based relationship with God. He's doing that through his brand new book titled Seeking Answers, Finding Rest Through Prayer. Prayer at first was a struggle because, you know, it, it really takes faith to pray. You have to you have to trust that God is like a person. He's a real person and that he's the one that invented the concept of prayer. In this book, you'll learn how to ensure your relationship with God is based on a new and improved covenant, which dangerous prayer habits to avoid and what to do when prayer doesn't yield the answers you want. It's time to trust God enough to make your prayer life truly about Him. Yes. Pick up your copy of Seeking Answers, Finding Rest Through Prayer from Hart Ramsey, available now at Amazon, iTunes, and wherever books are sold. Now let's get back to today's teaching with Pastor Hart Ramsey. Wow. Hope I answered that. Did I answer no, that? No, 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 you did. You did. And I, <laughs> and I think it's important because we... We don't realize that. I think a lot of us get into the social media thing because these days it's a way of life. So it's yeah. almost knee jerk to just kind of respond, you know, respond first, think later. And it's as though people le- only leave the filters for their pictures and not for their posts. And so it makes me just wonder, like, how we got like that. But now, how do we fix it? Because, you know, there's a whole generation where this is the way of life. You know, for a right. lot of us, we watched the inception of this and we've watched it mature and morph in. But for instance, for my daughter, this is life. Right. You know, so how do we work with people and help people manage to maintain posts and profiles on social media that are actually filled with integrity and that are a good representation of what they say they believe. Um, I think, you know, you, you said your mother taught you not to respond to um, negative negativity. And, mm-hmm. and, and that was in a society where we had to go outside right, and, and interact and be on, on, the, on the, um, the, the ball court or on, on the playground with bullies or whatever, or, or even walking home and, and um, to a neighborhood that wasn't your particular race. Right. And so you have to learn. I think what has to happen, it has to become a part of our social training. It's, it has to become a, a, the, a, the parents have to take up the, the fight to train the kids how to interact on social media. Don't just put them out there. Teach them how to do it, how to go outside because that's um, um, social media is a new outside. That's true. It's a, it's a, so we have to teach them how to handle themselves. We have to teach them how to interact, how to express themselves. Um, how to? We have to. Uh, something I, I noticed too, Gerard, is that we 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 don't when we read words on a screen mm-hmm. and don't know the person. In the absence of emojis, we have to read the content with our emotions, not theirs. Right. Whereas me, you and I are talking, I could tell by the inflection of your voice and mm-hmm. how you say something. I could, I, we know each other well enough where, where I could tell when you're joking, even if you're being serious, I could tell that he, that, okay, he's being facetious, he's being right. sarcastic. Right. But you can't get that on, on a screen. It's when it's written. So I'm, I actually read the other person's words with my emotions. And that's, right. that complicates things because that's not the way communication works. Right. Really, when, when we communicate, um, I'm responding to your emotion with my emotion, mm-hmm. and if I don't know, and if I don't know what what you're what you're emoting, I don't I don't know how to emote properly. There's no way I can emote properly 
if I, if, if, okay, let me say it like this. If, if you are emoting something in words, mm-hmm. and, I, and I don't get how you're emoting, but I'm going to emote um, um, as a response, then something can be missed in the translation. So right. what has to be learned is, is I can't control the other person's emotions. Man, sometimes I don't even understand their emotions. Mm-hmm. So I can have to always have my emotions at my standard. Right. My standard has to be, my standard has to be um, what the scripture says. I can't be rude. Mm-hmm. I can't, I, all the things that love is has to come across in my um, my response as I emote the things that um, and and for those of you who are listening, I use I'm using the term emote uh, for emotions um, on purpose because that that word from uh, emotions, mm-hmm. if you take the e off the front, um. Emotive, that word emotive also, you take the E off the front. And what it's talking about is something that moves you. So it speaks to motives. Right. It, it's, it's, your, it's actually your feelings in motion. Mm. And so, and so um, we will read things. And we have to, I think we have to learn to read things on, on the screen dispassionately. Mm-hmm. Dispassionately. Read it word for word. And even if they, they seem like they're coming at you crazy, something like I'll, I'll give you a good example. And so, um, I posted something, and Twitter gives you 140 characters. You can't say all you want to say right. in one post. So I posted something, and and the, 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 for the most part, people got it. They were retweeting it, enjoying it. And this one deep brother who's uh, of the Reformed theology okay. uh, read it, and he read it from his perspective of Reformed Christianity and doc- that doctrine, and he came at me. Mm. And so I'm going back and forth, and I'm saying, no, you misunderstanding the thing, and he's still trying to come at me. And so finally... His, he said these words to me. He said uh, he, he typed um, um, he typed some type of um, reform church doctrine, and then he ended it with this statement. So sit down and be humble. Oh wow! So, so my response was three hand claps, and I said, "Way cool! You went from you went from reform church theology and segue to Chance the Rapper, <laughs> Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, that's hilarious. Whatever." <laughs> And here's what I said. I, 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 to my, here's what I said. I said, and and uh, and then you said, um, um, no disrespect. Mm. I said, then you said no disrespect. I said, well, guess what? I'm not impressed. Right. Now that and and his response to my response was laugh out loud. It's good to know you have a sense of humor. Ah. Uh, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now. That diffused a major situation because I could have come at him. He's talking about sit down, be humble. Right. I'm like, I could have been like, dude, I, I, I went, I've been in school for 20 years. I got my, I got my PhD 12 years ago. Right. Well, 15 years ago. I said, so I could have said to him, listen, you don't know who you're talking to. You know who I am. I, but I didn't go that route. Yeah. My thing, you, you seek to diffuse it if you can. And if you can't, man, just let it go. That's good. Just let it go. That's that. That's good. That 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 leads me to asking this because I almost think that just like marriage, relationships, a car, a house, a job, I feel like social media needs like a handbook or a <laughs> manual that you hand to people to say, "Here's how you handle this. Here's how you handle that." So seeing that you have dealt with so many different um, scenarios, whether they be people who are looking for counseling or people who are upset about something that you post or what have you, um, if, if you could list, say, your top three rules of behavior or engagement on social media, what would they be? 
the the first rule is be positive. And what I mean by that is is sometimes go go back through your your scroll back through your post mm-hmm. and look for how many times you use the word don't and and never and and and, and you're communicating a good thing, but it's always a negative slant. Yeah. So so I think I think so I guess for better lack of a better word, um um, be positive. Your approach—that's the word. Your approach has got to be positive. That's the first thing I do. Mm-hmm. The second thing is, when misunderstood, clarify. Don't you know what I'm saying? Clarify. Don't defend. Clarify. Or sometimes you could fix a situation when a per- if a person asks for clarification on a post you posted, don't get offended. Right. It's it's just like a conversation a person will say, well, "What do you mean by that?" They don't mean. I mean, they're challenging you. It means that they don't they don't understand. Right. And, and there's some people out there on social media they can't read they're reading levels not as high as the other guy mm-hmm. so then they genuinely not understand what you're talking about yeah okay and then so the number one is your approach number two is is, the, is that if, if when question just clarify and number three when attacked treat it just like this that this is what I keep in mind if if we were face to face and this person came at me like this mm-hmm. Um, what would my response be? What, how do I handle myself in public? My first response is not to seek to escalate. Right. Don't try to, don't escalate. Right. Um, if you can, don't escalate. And if you do escalate, remember that some people are crazy enough to take this stuff off of social media and into the real world. Very true. You know, so you have to be, you have to be careful. Now, there's, there's some people, um, the, one, a couple of years ago, about five years ago, there's a guy, Gerard, this is funny. There's a guy on, on Twitter named Hart Ramsey. Uh-huh. And so he tweeted me and said, um, my name is Hart Ramsey. Um, you need to change your name on here because there can only be one. Oh, wow. So my thing was like, what is this, Highlander? Right. <laughs> <laughs> there can only be one. So I thought he was joking. Mm-hmm. And he said, um, I've researched you. Your whole name is Hartley, not Hart. And my my real name is Hart Ramsey. He was f- from um, somewhere in Canada. Wow. And so man, it went from that to him threatening to come down to Alabama with his guns. Get and, out of and, here. Yes. So I blocked him on Twitter and he followed me on Facebook and started saying junk. And, and finally, I reported him to the police, but I, I left him with these kind words. Uh-huh. I said, sir, I want you to understand something. If you're going to come all the way from Canada to Alabama with guns, let it be known to you. That, they, that America has guns, too. Right. <laughs> and yours truly has an arsenal. So yeah. come on down here. I said, if you, have, if you do your research, you will learn that I spent 11 years in the military. And every year, at least twice a year, I had to qualify on my weapon. And so, you know, for the last eight years, I qualified expert, which means I kill things from far away. Wow. And, and I never heard from him again. And sometimes, so I, I, and for those of you who are listening to this, I'm not encouraging you to engage in that kind of exchange. But this guy started threatening my life, and I right. did use the proper measures. I, I, I called my uh, security team. Um, they were alerted. They alerted the local police, mm-hmm. and they, um, we turned over my social media um, thing to them so they could see the actual exchange. And, and this was, I thought he was playing. I, I researched him. His name was Hart Ramsey. Right. He was so offended that was someone else with the name. Wow. Dumb stuff. <laughs> wow, that's you know it, it, I, what, that blows my mind. Like, are you serious? Wow. Well, but 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 that speaks to uh, an issue that I think we'll, we'll touch on very quickly here, and that is, it's so easy for people to get offended these days. Yeah, 
I mean, by almost anything. And, you know, a couple of weeks ago we saw uh, all of a sudden everybody wanted to boycott Dove because they saw, you know, uh, all they were were still shots from a full commercial. And it didn't show the full commercial. And they just kind of, you know, let's boycott. They're racist, blah, blah, blah. And then they saw the whole commercial and some of them were like, oh, it wasn't so bad. And some were like, no, there's still something wrong. And. What is wrong with our society that we can be so easily offended, particularly by things we see from people that we don't even know? Right. Um, you know, I think th- this is here's where here's where, where I believe about it. I believe that we are all nursing old wounds, mm. and 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 it's um, what we call sometimes easy to be offended is is someone not knowing that there's a landmine there and stepping on it. It's, it's like they rip off a scab that was almost healed or maybe was never healing. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And, and, and it comes down to um, they touched on something. And I'll be honest with you, when I first saw the dove, uh, my, my concern, would, I, I had a, a similar response. When I first saw the, the steel shots, now let me tell you what got me. I didn't see... Um, the entire campaign. Okay. I saw a still shot and I saw Dove's apology. Right. And so what indicted Dove to me was not so much the still shot, it was the apology. They apologized as if they said, and they admitted, say, yes, we did something wrong. Mm-hmm. And, and so as and the more I looked at Dove, like, did you ever see the Dove, the, the, um, someone posted a picture of one of Dove's um, bottles. Mm-hmm. And it says, for normal, for, for, um, for what it says, from normal to dark skin, Oh, I've heard about that. So I saw it. And, and so here's the question. The question was, well, what you, are you trying to say dark skin is not normal? Right. So, yeah. And, and so and so it, it I think what, what a lot of it is um, people become offended over the insensitivity of others. And, and I, even that, I believe we need to have more discussions about um, as as. Um, uh, uh, I say interracial discussions mm-hmm. for sensitivity purposes, and then and then discussions among ourselves as to what's what's something that's that's um, that's so egregious that we say we want to um, boycott it, right? Because you, know, you have to understand the civil rights movement of uh, of years ago uh, made their point through boycotts. The, the, the peaceful demonstrations were so offensive to the powers that be. Um, that they had to respond, and and it, and it actually showed. It, it, here's how it works, Gerard. In the absence of of clear um, evidence as to who is right and who is wrong, peaceful demonstration allows uh, the the argument to be brought before the public for a decision. Mm-hmm. So so even let's. I'm gonna segue to this. Segue to the the kneeling for or the, the national anthem. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, why is what what makes you so mad? That someone chooses to kneel respectfully mm-hmm. as a demonstration while the anthem is being played. What? Why does it bother you? I mean, it's not like we, we're marching up the street with tiki lamps, right? Right. Um, I'm carrying the flags of two defeated causes. Right. One is a one is a Confederate cause, the other is a Nazi cause. Mm-hmm. That should offend you as an American, right? Because because you have to understand something. The, the war with the Nazis cost us so many lives. Yeah. The, the, the Civil War cost us so many lives. But in, but in the fight for, for uh, racial equality, in that fight, um, a lot of lives have been lost on our side. Right. 
So, so, so it, it, even I talk with some some white people who are who are, who are like, man, listen, we we're seeing we woke, we can see this clearly, mm-hmm. and what what caused them to wake up was the peaceful. If if peace angers you, the problem is not out there; it's in you. That's it. Yep. That's it. Amazing, amazing, amazing. I get the feeling we're going to probably delve into uh, some more of the kneeling and that type of stuff on a future episode. So you guys have to stay tuned. Uh, In the meantime, we absolutely want to hear your feedback, your comments, your concerns. Um, So you can reach out to us via social media using the hashtag heart to heart. That's H-A-R-T, the number two, and then H-A-R-T. And then, of course, if you have questions that you'd like to ask Pastor Hart on a future podcast, all you have to do is use the hashtag AskHeart. Again, AskHeart, and we'll make sure those are covered on a future episode of this podcast. Remember, of course, you can subscribe on iTunes and on Google Play, and be sure to share this with a friend. Join us next time as we get on course with Heart Ramsey. <laughs>